What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Black Bald and Bearded Podcast with DJ Motorman and Spike Reads, and of course myself, Von Kaya. What's up, everybody? What's up? What's the deal? What's the deal? Another episode, another <laughs> week of a lot of things to talk about. I'm ready. Let's make it happen. I don't know. How's you guys know what it is? Shaman DJ Motorman. I'm ready to get this started. Mm-hmm. My, yes. my week has been going great. Been filming a lot. Filming the film Side Effects with my guy Isaac. Shout out to Isaac, Spike and Isaac. New project. Just been filming that whole time. Got a whole other week of it coming up. Well, I see both of you guys promoting like crazy on IG. I'm just over here trying to support. Like, what's that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely. Uh, right. uh, okay. So let's just jump on into everything. You guys know we had a hard week in basketball, Lakers fans. It's a hard week. <laughs> um, but let's start. Should the Nets, should the Nets be favorited to win it all? After meeting with us, no AD, no KD, no Schroeder, a lot of our people, mm-hmm. should they really be the favorite? Well, <clears throat> should they be the favorite? Hell, motherfucking yeah. You got three uh, the best scores of all time. They have no excuse to not win this shit. No excuse. I don't want to hear they made it to the finals. I don't want to hear they lost because of X, Y, and Z. You put uh, together the super team of all super teams. Yes, you better win. You have no excuse to not win. Now, will they win? No, but they better. You feel what I'm saying? That makes any sense. Like, they have no excuse to not win that shit. Listen, at the end of the day, the and, and by the way, this game that they just played against the Lakers is not indicative of that because the truth of the matter is there was no AD. The truth of the matter is this is a regular season game. We all saw what happened last year with the Clippers on game on the first game of the season and on Christmas. So the regular season don't really mean much. So let, let's, let's, let, let's stop right there. Um, What's the, it was a few players on the Nets. This my, names just slipped my mind right now, but it's two players that's like not even really known like that. They just decided to have career nights from three from the three point range. That won't happen again. You know what I'm I keep forgetting the dude's name, but I forgive me for that. But um, the, the the Nets, they're a good team, right? As they should be. You know, uh, I don't want people to try to like lessen that. Like that's one thing that's getting like that's that's slowly but surely getting taken away and getting lost and things is that oh, like well, you know, the Nets they're they're just putting everything together. They're they're coming through. They they better, they better like that 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 has to be really illustrated. They better do those things because Lord knows that if Kawhi would have went to the Lakers and it was LeBron, Kawhi, and AD, and anything the Lakers would have done would have been discredited anything so they're, they're getting that now it is just lebron and ad everything they do is getting discredited so i'm keeping that same energy with the nets everything they do if i wanted to i could discredit that shit so my thing is they better win they better be the favorites because if not then there is a colossal failure of all time for kevin durant james harden and kyrie irving all three in their prime to not win a championship that's out there well you know it's crazy that um I like the perspective you took, but I'm going to say that they should not be the favorite because, I mean, we see who the best team is. Um, And the best team that's playing right now is actually the Utah Jazz, um, whom we'll talk about later. But um, the team that I still feel like is the best in the league and is the favorite to win the NBA Finals should be the L.A. Lakers because um, they've proven – night in and night out that they can do this. And like you said, this regular season doesn't matter. So for, um, you know, this be to be a tough week, um, losing to the Nets, um, you know, losing to the Heat. Yes, uh, those are two teams that you want them to beat, um, but barring injury and like I said, these games really hold no weight come Right. Uh, the playoffs Don't mean nothing. because you Don't you've mean seen nothing. that with LeBron James you know any any team that he's maybe lost to in a, in a regular season it was all tape for him he's seen you was going to give him your best game or do some things that you know you probably was going to do in the playoffs and he was going to be able to take that and be able to uh, you know use that as tape against you in the playoffs so I don't 
I don't see this being a, a must. I mean, I see it a must win for the Nets. They they must get there. Oh, and for they, sure. And like you said, they when they get there, they better win. But um, <clears throat> for them to be uh, the favorites, I, I wouldn't give it to them. It, I mean, it's, it's more so just favorites by default. It's like if that's how I use the example. Like if if you put if you put Kawhi on the Lakers, which you know we were hoping to happen a year ago, then it's kind of like it would one hundred percent be Lakers are automatically the favorites, and they better win. And mind you, this is where LeBron is at the time thirty four, about to be thirty five. You know what I'm saying? So it's completely different in this particular case when it's like, damn. Um, uh, 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 all three of these cats, they, yeah, they're, they're in their 30s. When I think Kyrie's only like what 28, 29, something like that, so he's not even 30 yet. But it's like they're still like early 30s, still young, mm-hmm. still got everything going. So, mm-hmm. I think that the uh, the Lakers, the Lakers w- will be fine. I, I do, I do think that we do need another pickup, we do need another big, um, because. You know, that, that's going to be an issue going forward. But as far as, like, really worrying about the Nets, the Nets got to – the Nets going to have a hassle in the East. Like, they think they're not, but they will. Because what's going to happen is – what I think, like, I said from jump, I said from the very beginning of the show, that the winners uh, – I mean, that the finals is going to be the Lakers and the Sixers. I said that from jump. I still believe that. I still – what I really believe is that the Sixers are going to end up playing uh, – I mean, the, um, the I'm sorry, the Nets first round will end up playing like Miami. Like I said, get them out of there in six. Then they're going to end up playing Boston. <laughs> Have to play them in six or maybe even seven. Then they'll play the Sixers. The Sixers are going to beat them in six or seven. So it's like they have a really hard road to get there. They don't. It's not as easy as they think it is. And when you got guys who don't play defense, uh, you know, that's obviously their main issue. If you got a wash DeAndre Jordan, it's like I'm not worried about the Nets, man. I, I'm, <laughs> just, I'm just not. Not during a regular season game. No, nah, we good. But I mean, they better to, win, though. But, they, but, but they're sake, they better win. And to jump back in this, I mean, yeah, they didn't have KD, and it did look scary because, um, you know, it's like they were they were Joe Harris got off. That was the one guy. That was the one guy that I kind of you know like watched the most in that whole game because it was like you know, of course. Harden, Kyrie, they're supposed to do that. And in all honesty, like Kyrie didn't go off. You know what I'm saying? What do you have? Like 17, I think. Uh, Something pretty pedestrian for Kyrie standing. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't crazy, especially for him to be barking like he was at the end of the game. Like, oh, you know, we want to see him full, uh, healthy. And, you know, this is not, uh, we know we'll see them again. And da da da. And it's like, you make sure you're healthy, Kyrie. <laughs> like, don't 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 start barking up that tree because first of all, get there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Meet us there and then start talking that shit. And, and I like I like the I like the uh you know the disses he was throwing. The shit I don't he throws. I don't. Um, when uh, LeBron missed the, the technical free throw and he was like, oh, uh, that's your best shooter. That's your best shooter. Because I feel like this, <clears throat> of all of the people that LeBron's ever played with or even not played against, I've never seen LeBron like hate anyone. You know what I'm saying? Like nope. LeBron's always cool with everybody, even if he, even if he probably don't like them. Yeah. But I could just imagine like, like Braun and, and and Kyrie, like, you know, flying each other before the game. But then after this game, like, you know, like when Braun was over there and they caught him talking to AD, he mm. was probably like, look, this motherfucking Kyrie, I'm tired. Of <laughs> when I see him this time, I might beat his ass, you know what I'm saying? Like, because, bro, like, yeah. like Kyrie's being like, like disrespectful, really. And it's yep. like, like, are you challenging me as a player or are you like, you know what I'm saying, challenging me as a man? Because I feel like you haven't accomplished a fraction, a percentage of what I've accomplished. You could, your high school couldn't fuck with my, in, I mean, your NBA career can't fuck with my high school uh, highlights. Like, facts, facts. like, come on, bro. Like, so I just think that uh, it's a lot for Kyrie to be as sassy as he is <laughs> especially this this sure. early this early yeah um but yeah but i'm very i'm very uh i'm very excited to uh 
see that happen if it does, um, because LeBron is gonna spank him like oh, the sure. baby he is. Oh, for sure. All three of them. He gonna get all three of them in the head. All like, three. <laughs> all three. All three of them. First and foremost, <laughs> let, let's be perfectly clear here. Kyrie need to shut the fuck up for the remainder of his life. I'm, I do, how many, yo, Motor, how many times have me and you both said, we don't believe in the phrase, shut up and dribble, but for Kyrie, for Kyrie. Irving, we're making an exception. For shut Kyrie. the fuck up and dribble. <laughs> Kyrie, let me, let me, yo. He's such a magical player, but then he talks and it's just like, come on. Ky Kyrie, Kyrie, Kyrie. You, the irony of this whole thing, the, the the big, bitter irony of this is Kyrie said to LeBron after he missed the free throw, that's your best shooter, I get, implying about free throws. They literally won the championship because LeBron's free throw. Everyone forgets about that. Everyone talks about the amazing shot that Kyrie made, and it was amazing. But everyone forgets about the fact that when you make that shot, that does not close the game because you're still only up three. That means Golden State, especially with all those shooters, has the opportunity to tie it and put it in overtime. LeBron James had the last points of that game in the 2016 finals, and it was a free throw that made to make them go up four. That's right. what, so that's the kind of ironic he part has, about it. That Kyrie I think he goes had sick. the last like 11 before that. Oh, yeah, LeBron's going to play just like total because remember he, he came he, down and hit two threes. Had his hand all over that too, because all like the assists, everything. Mm -hmm. So for Kyrie to say that is is obviously ridiculous. And then One, LeBlock. The, I mean, great blocks. Come on, man. come on now. <laughs> the, the, the classic, the classic. But it's like to, then you get you get uh, uh, Kyrie not second. He said it like like it was like weird. It's like behind he like hid behind DeAndre Jordan and said it. It's not even like he said it to his face. Like the the mic just like picked it up. But he like said I was like that that was that was some little shady bitch ass shit right there. You know what I'm saying? He walked away from him and saying it. And I'm just sitting there thinking, what is the animosity that Kyrie has for LeBron James? Like before LeBron came back to Cleveland, Kyrie was in the lottery every single season. LeBron shows up, this dude goes to three straight finals. Kyrie cries, bitches, and moans, gets off the team. LeBron goes right back to the finals. Meanwhile, Kyrie got hurt. His team goes to the Eastern Conference Finals. He comes back and plays next year. They get bounced. He goes to Brooklyn the year after that, after he told, uh, after he told uh, the Celtics fans that, hey, I would like to come back. He decides not to come back anyway, goes to Brooklyn. They start off the season with a losing record. Kyrie gets hurt. They start winning again. I'm just like, at some point, <laughs> at some point, that. yeah, we got to see yeah, who's the common denominator here. <laughs> Kyrie need to shut the fuck up forever. I don't ever want to hear Kyrie talk about anything related to LeBron. Like I said before, I got this tweet that is still up. It's this tweet of Whoopi Goldberg from uh, Color Purple, and she got her hand out, and I tagged, I put that hex on Kyrie. I tagged Kyrie Irving, I said, until you do right by LeBron James, <laughs> everything you do is gonna fail. And Kyrie ain't one six. I ain't saying I know voodoo, but I'm saying that in this particular case, I know what the fuck I'm doing. And he won right there. So until Kyrie does right by LeBron, this dude even came out and apologized to LeBron and still pulling this fuck shit years later. Kyrie needs right. to shut the fuck up forever, bro. I hate that nigga, man. Yeah, Kyrie, Kyrie is uh he's definitely molded himself uh, into a different guy. Um, you know, he's not the Kyrie that I thought he was when he first joined Cleveland. Um, you know, the quiet guy who would just go out and do these crazy dribble packages on you, you know what I'm saying? And I just thought like he was a real gutsy guy um, because LeBron could depend on him. And then, you know, after he leave, well, when he left, Bron, we seen how nasty that was because it was like, you know, all these rumors start coming out. But, um, you know, overall, um, I don't like Kyrie. A nasty divorce. At all. Yeah, <laughs> a very nasty divorce. And he's been bitter ever since. Like, you yep. know what I'm saying? You got your spousal support. Get out the way. Stop <laughs> you got your ring still. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You, you know, you, he, get, he got you a ring, a very nice one, one you will never get again. Um, not at least not he, while he's playing against you. Um, but, uh, you know, he's a he's a great competitor, uh, but I don't like his new image at all. It stinks. Yeah. Yeah.
I agree. I kind of think Kyrie has a lot going on. I was talking about this. Like, you don't really know what's going to happen with Kyrie. So, like, on again, off again. Might show up for practice, might not. It might be some, like, mental shit, personal shit. You're just like, all right, Kyrie, whatever you got going on, dog, handle you. (laughs) You just never know where he's going. But that is that man. We're not surprised. I'm not surprised that he does any of this stuff, right? Not at all. Um, Let's talk about us losing two straight. Let, let's go here. Let's yeah. talk about this painful to watch, but more annoying to listen to all of the shit talk yeah. <laughs> all yeah. over social media Too much. from everybody else. I don't like it. <laughs> like, the Lakers have this thing where they say they don't like to lose two in a row. Okay, cool. Got you. The, the problem with the Lakers really is these just slow, draining starts like it feels like every game the Lakers are having a comeback every single game it's like they start off as getting blown out and then they'll just like progressively come back but then like that clearly that doesn't always work every game shouldn't come down to uh who's gonna end up having to take the last shot like every game shouldn't come down to that but when you start off a game when you're going you go two of 17 you know what I'm saying and next thing you know the you're you're down four to 21 like you know what i'm like saying the momentum ain't shit you can do with that you know what i'm saying and so that's really the issue with the Lakers. i don't expect the lakers to win a crazy amount of games right now with ad out but at least some games you gotta win you know what i'm saying that miami game we, we should have won that one mm-hmm. yeah that was that was a very 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 winnable game you know i mean it it, it, it kind of showed us some things it showed us that uh that we do need another big like we do an athletic one of that. Like I like Gasol, like what he brings, but there's certain matchups that he just can't do nothing with. You know what I'm saying? Like Bam was just eating him up. It was disgusting to watch. Like there's certain things you just you can't you can't do nothing with. So I feel like we need to get a. Uh, I did see earlier uh, yesterday and last actually last night I saw that um, the Rockets were expected to part ways with Boogie. So. You know, we already have Boogie now. He's proven, again, he's not like the most athletic guy right now, but at least Boogie, I feel like, would be a nice little addition. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really, I I really, I I never thought I'd say this, but I really would like JaVale back, you know, for certain matchups. But if we can't, if Cleveland doesn't let JaVale go, then I could take, I could do, we could definitely do Boogie right now. You know what I'm saying? Boogie would be a Mm -hmm. good, would be a good, uh, a good pickup right there. Mm -hmm. So, Yeah. That's pretty much where I'm at with it. It's unfortunate, but the Lakers need to, they need to step it up. You know, they, we need to, we need to get it back to, to our winning culture. You know, two games is, you know, I, I can't remember the last time we lost three in a row. So I'm hoping that, you know, uh, you know, I, I hope, I hope we don't, hope we don't go down that path because that's going to be a major problem. Our next game, we better not lose because we're playing the fucking Wizards. So we better not lose against the Wizards. I, I doubt it. Bradley Beal will probably go off. But if we lose to the Wizards, then, yeah, then it's, it's, it's reboot time. If we lose to the Wizards, somebody getting fired. Everybody somebody decides way. to get their shit together on the Lakers every time. Oh, that, 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 that is very true, too. It's always some asshole that decides to shoot out of nowhere <laughs> who never hits threes but shoots 70% threes on the Lakers every single time. Every single time. <laughs> And, and by the way, the, the, uh, the guy, back to what I was saying earlier, I had to look it up. The guy on the Nets, who was that guy that we was talking about? Timothy Luwawu Cabarro. He's oh, yeah. the guy that went the fuck off on the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Uh, who the fuck is this nigga? But he just happened <laughs> to go crazy. On the, it's always, just like I said, that one guy on the Lakers that decides to have a career night on us from three. Every time they know people are watching on that game. Yes, this is why people choose us. Yes, every time. <laughs> it's so annoying, man. It's Facts. so annoying. Most of the time, it's televised. Um, and then you know, I don't like the um, I don't like the fact that we have been losing our divisional games too. Like we're zero and two in our division, um, and. We've played great on the road, but at home, we're like kind of pedestrian. Mm-hmm. I think we need to protect home court a little bit better. Um, I agree that we aren't going to win um, a whole bunch of games uh, with um, AD out, but, you know, we do have the best player in the world on that team. 
Mm -hmm. Um, And when we get Schroeder back from COVID uh, protocol or whatever, I think we should be good to go on a nice little run. Um, I still don't agree with this all-star stretch. um, Because, like, it's, it's like, Yo, like they really kind of just like no Vaseline that on us. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And 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 I, and I just wanted to step away from the the Lakers talk for uh specifically for a second just to speak about that because. Okay, you know we already talked about like how um you know the deeper teams uh a la uh, the Lakers the um, um Clippers uh the the Heat um anybody that that played more than one round. Um, didn't really get that much rest. And now, you know, we're taking these the hottest guys who obviously played a bunch of minutes if they were in the playoffs and making them play, you know, I mean, I'm sure that the the coaches of the game probably are be told not to play them a bunch of minutes, but this is the all-star game. Like, these guys are going to play, you know what I'm saying, as many minutes as they want to if they can. So um, that's one. And then two – um, you know, they're putting it in Atlanta, like bro, no Atlanta, like you no know, sense. you know what goes on in Atlanta. I fuck <laughs> with Atlanta. I'm not dissing There's Atlanta, no but sense. you know what's going on in Atlanta right now? Mm-hmm. Like, like COVID is like a mystery to them down there. Like they like party every night type stuff. And you know, they don't care about COVID. They don't care about none of that. Shit. Um, and, and, Somebody and, said and, Adam Silver must never have partied in Atlanta before. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, like in, in, in the words of uh, Ti, um, Wakanda. Shout out to Wakanda because they might they must got that vibranium down there because right. the clubs is open all the time. Geez, they ain't took a break. What but to them? What clubs, what uh, what pandemic? Yeah, right? what pandemic? Panoramic. They were exactly. yeah, we in a panoramic. They're down. They're down. We, we partying all the time. Yeah, yeah. I, I I still don't agree with the All Star break. Um, I don't know why we're. I, I'm 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 not even really excited about this game. You know, and, and it's sad because I usually am. I'm usually excited about the whole weekend, but like we, I feel like we could have done without it. Um, they're prolonging the playoffs. Um, I really just want them to get back to the playoffs um, to meaningful basketball because none of this shit matters right now. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's how I want to end that on the Lakers shit, too. I mean, this mm-hmm. is cool that, you know, they lo- it's not cool that they lost these last two games. Um, and, um, you know, it is what it is. We don't have AD, so um, we're, there's going to be some missteps along the way until he gets back in the lineup. But like I said, we also didn't have Schroeder, who helps um, – Kind of spread the floor because he can score as well, and um, you know Trez, that's that's a guy who feeds off of that energy as well. Um, so, uh, it, it, and just to see, like you know, not to say it in a negative way, but I mean, if you look at the past two games, past three games, honestly, Kuzma has been scoring more, which is not a bad thing, but you know that's coming from. You know, uh, when when he's scoring more, that's it's a give and take thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, uh, you see that he's he'll probably warrant more minutes and more playing time, but um, he's not necessarily the best option defensively and um, offensively um, all the time either. Like the, the times where he's scoring aren't. Little, little technical difficulties. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> little, little technical difficulties. The, the, the times that he's scoring aren't plays that are called for him. You know what I'm saying? He may get one or two, but most of the time he's just getting buckets. Say less. Agreed. Fair point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was I was pissed. I was like, damn, when are we gonna get it together? <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's let's All hope. Of our secondaries need to get their primary on. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's how I'm feeling. Like, I need y'all to step it up. You see what's happening. Let's <laughs> hope. Uh, okay. So let us shift. He got to get back in the groove. So I'm going to shift this from sports talk a little bit to the culture. Mm-hmm. Let's 
I'm kind of sad that we're back here to talk about this topic again. Mm-hmm. But here, six nine comes again <laughs> with mm-hmm. his antics again. He drops yep. a whole diss track against Meek. <laughs> <laughs> Get into it with six hundred breezy like this. I don't understand why anybody's entertaining him. I just people stop entertaining this man. Let him die. <laughs> Please. Nothing good comes of it. Nothing mm-hmm. good comes from when this man does something. It's like, great. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, listen, first of all, I mean, I'm not even gonna lie, that, that beat was hard. Like, that beat, <laughs> the song was a, the beat was hard as hell. I was like, who made this beat, bro? Yeah, that beat was hard as hell. The video was dope too. Uh, but that being said, there's no reason as I said previously, for anybody to be entertaining Takashi, right? Takashi, he's he's in the status, I've said this a long time ago, people like Tommy Lahren, uh, that one girl, the white girl that'd be carrying the guns, uh, Katie, Caitlin Bennett, um, uh, at the time, the Catch Me Outside girl, who's now Bad Baby, she, she <laughs> and uh, it was somebody, uh, whoa, Vicky. I said this at the time, I said, if you ignore these idiots, then they will not blow up. They will go away. But because social media refuses to let somebody just go away, they just blow them up. This is a prime example of what's happening with Takashi. In order for Takashi to continue, people have to entertain him. You know, so at this point, right, he's been running the same antic for a couple years now. At this point, you already know Takashi is going to be for somebody. He's going to say something wildly disrespectful. He's going to go to wherever he needs to go to to get some sort of some sort of reaction from somebody. Make a diss song about him or whatever the case, video, whatever, and it's going to blow up. Why are you niggas entertaining this nigga? Like you know that, so that means that's why I don't. That's why I me mean, personally, I don't even have sympathy for these dudes because you should know better. You should know better than when you see Takashi coming your way to go the other way because nothing good is going to happen to that scenario. The one thing that I think is probably one of the most corny things in the world is Takashi went on. Uh, he went on live the other day, and uh, he had uh, what's his name. Um, 600 Breezy or whatever his name was, decided to uh, decided to like say something, uh, get on live with him. And it was going back and forth and he's talking about, nigga, I'm gonna kill you, you're gonna be dead, all some shit. I'm like, so first of all, that's, that's pretty dumb because so what happens is Kashi does actually end up dead. Well, you just made the detectives work easy, nigga. You just made their <laughs> job super easy because you said in front of two million people watching the live, I'm gonna you're kill the you. the first one they come into, you the come first on, bro. Come on, bro. You gotta be smart, and that's just common sense. So you, this this generation loves telling on themselves because that was just straight and completely snitch on yourself if something does happen to you. Second of all, I, it's just weird to me to be talking tough into a phone, looking at somebody on a split screen. You kind of like talking over each other. Who can talk over each other the most? Whoever does wins. Like yo, y'all are grown as hell, dog. Like that's just just corny as fuck, man. I, I think that. Niggas just got to stop entertaining Takashi so he can go away. But what's going to happen is he's going to do this thing with Meek. He's going to get some some clout from it. He's going to go on to the next rapper. You know what I'm saying? It's just going to keep going on and on and on and on. And they're going to continue to keep him relevant. Because I was wondering, I was trying to figure out how Takashi gets paid, right? Because he doesn't, he doesn't, his, his last album flopped. And he doesn't, can't do shows right now. But he gets paid from them YouTube, them YouTube views from his videos. This dude had... 20 million views in 24 hours. That's like some sort of record, I think. And so he's getting all types of bread from that shit. So it's like, okay, that's how he's got this money. He's already protected by the feds. So it's like, what's the point of even entertaining this cat? Like, what is the fucking point? You know what I'm saying? That's just, that's generally how I feel with it. You gotta just walk away from it. It's the only explanation. You know, I kind of feel like a lot of what happens is, uh, I, I was looking at a video that he had the other day with Nikki, and I was like, ah, I forget that the barbs tend to take up for him a lot, just just cause, uh, like cause just to do like that, yeah. yeah. And then you add Meek Mill into the situation, they just gonna go extra hard for him just cause mm-hmm. it's like, oh, he's the enemy, and she's cool with Takashi, so they tend to go an extra hard with that online. You know, the barbs can just do a lot as a troll base. They just, it's a lot, and Always. then. 
Drake stands who are like overly Drake stands who's like they let that beef go why y'all can't let that go mm-hmm. <laughs> but right. they still like to go at Meek so it's just it's like a bandwagon yeah. beat down to some degree on Meek <laughs> kind of shitty but <laughs> oh, sure. Daniel Hernandez <laughs> <laughs> Talking about Daniel Hernandez. (laughs) The same Daniel Hernandez that not only went to jail for sexual, being a sexual offender, um, but for multiple other incidents on top of being a fake gangster. And I don't understand (laughs) how... I don't understand how, you know, this guy is still the topic of discussion um, and stuff like this. You know, like even with the Meek situation, like I said, uh, a lot of I've seen a lot of back and forth over the week about um, whether Meek was right or wrong. Um, and, And in actuality, he was right to to walk away from the situation where I feel like he was wrong was maybe recording it. Um, because you know how social media is, they're going to take the opposite narrative that, oh, Meek punked out, Meek was a bitch, da 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 da. And that's the narrative he went with too. Like, you see Meek, he didn't want no problems with me, you know, da da da. Like, bro, <laughs> shut the hell up. Cause we know that you're a federal informant. And if anybody lays a finger on you, we're either going to jail for life or, or they'll execute us you know what i'm saying like come on man the cops don't need a reason to kill niggas right right now so right why would why would you know hurting a, a federal informant uh exclude you from that but secondly um i like you know the video it was just disturbing because um you know the I know why recent them got on there because they just was like fuck it you know we're gonna talk to this this rat face to face but mm-hmm. I feel like that was just the entertainment value of it um the reality of it is we know nobody can touch him he's yeah. damn near untouchable I mean don't get me wrong he's not but you know what I mean right um so like I, I don't feel that uh I don't feel like anything is gonna come of any of his rants any of his beefs he just wants people to pay attention to his music and yeah. um, you know, unlike you, I didn't listen to his song, bro. Oh, I, you ain't listen. You I don't video? care. I don't care for the guy at all. So <laughs> I like I. Yeah. I do not want to hear anything that has anything to do with him. Um, and it, I, I just genuinely don't like. I, mm. I can't even pinpoint one reason. Like you know, a lot of it is the BS that that he uh you know puts out on on social media, but um. Somebody that problematic, I don't want no parts with, you know? You should definitely listen to the instrumental. That beat is hard. That beat is hard. That beat is hard as fuck. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Whoever that producer holla, was. Yeah, holla, holla at the producer. Whoever that beat was hard is, as fuck. Holla at me. Yeah, um, yeah I, 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 I feel you with all that. I just think that at some point, until people get it, and I don't think they will because people, you know, social media is just drama driven. Uh, they're not going to ever just ignore him. Like the fact of the matter is, he put he said that he was going to go live. He put like a a post that said I'm going live in two hours, and and when he did put the post, it was millions. Like I think it was like two, three million, something like that. Like something crazy. So it's like regardless, you you know, I think your average celebrity on their live they get like fifty thousand. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe if you get like a big A-lister, they might get like, you know, 100, 150,000. This dude's got like 2 million views at one time. So it's just like people, regardless, people like him for some, not not like him, but people like the drama. So they're not going to just let it go and just leave him alone. So the only thing that people can do is people not involve themselves in said drama. His fan base is a lot of young kids, though. They can't do shit. Yeah, anyway they don't care. They don't. Yeah, like, they don't they care. They sitting at home. They can't do shit. Yeah, because like, like my son just... found his music on TikTok, and you know, don't get me wrong. Like I said, I don't like the guy, but I didn't because of that. I didn't go to my son and be like, "Don't listen to this shit around Ooh, me." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just. I just told him to turn it off. <laughs> I was like, find something else to listen to, man. But, um, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't say it in a way to where, you know, 
I mean, I think he understands, but I didn't, I didn't put my persuasion of how I feel about the guy, perspective of how I feel about the guy on him. I just don't want to hear that music. Mm-hmm. Turn that shit off. <laughs> I, feel I feel that. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, um, in my house. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Basically. I know all of our parents had some stuff that they just didn't fuck with and we didn't know why. Yep. Not and, in my house. Yeah. Right. And that's how it is over here. Yeah. yeah no, none of that in my house. <laughs> nah, I feel that, bro. Yeah. I, I think, you know, just to, just to put a bow on it, I think that uh, Takashi, unfortunately, We'll be we'll be back here next week. He'll man, he'll, do, right, he'll, he'll do something this week. <laughs> so yeah, he'll do something this week. He'll, you know he'll he'll do something this week. There's gonna be some wild shit, and you know that like it, it's kind of it's kind of weird. Of him getting rushed out the club after he said he keep his his fire on him. He don't need security in the club. Nah, I didn't know he could like go he in the club. Yeah, I didn't, yeah, I didn't think he could get in the club. I thought well, it was see, that's that. what he was talking about in his video uh, when he was talking to uh, Six Hundred Breezy. He was like, he was like, no, I, I be in the clubs. I and, and he was in a club. I don't know where it was in Arizona or Vegas or somewhere, but um, he was in a club. And there's like three videos, and the one video shows it from like the back of dude's head, and dude like throws a drink or throws something. <sighs> And um, you can see in the first video, you can see him getting like rushed out of the club. Now you mm. can't tell it's him, but I mean, I guess if you watch it a few times, you could. I couldn't really tell it's him, but you know, it is what it is. It probably was him. Mm. Always definitely. bullshit with Takashi. Always bullshit. Oh, every time. Every time. <laughs> we'll see what what pops up again next week. I hope nothing, but you guys are convinced. You and me <laughs> but, both. Um, Seth, I'm gonna actually let you lead more into this because you know how to, uh, yes. you know, unfold the story a little bit better. But talk to us about Lakeith and Charlemagne and this whole beef. Can you like present that to the people? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> thank you, thank you. So basically, you know, it, it's it's a very long story. So I'm gonna make a long story less long. Charlemagne and Lakeith Stanfield, the actor, phenomenal actor, have been uh, at odds, let's say, for the past year. Um, they had the little situation. Lakeith went on the Breakfast Club. He rapped. Charlemagne said he was trash. Uh, they had a little back and forth over that. Lakeith dropped a diss track to Charlemagne. Uh, you know, it's up to you whether you think it was good or not. You know, you should go ahead and take your time and listen to that. Um, Charlemagne gave him the uh, uh, Charlemagne ended up giving him the donkey of the day after Lakeith said that uh, Breakfast Club and other black publications uh, do not show black people in a good light. And so Charlemagne gave him this very long donkey of the day. Lakeith Stanfield responded to literally, and it was a whole video of him listening to Charlemagne give him the donkey today, pause it, say something about yes. it, listen to it again, pause it. It was crazy. So fast forward to a couple of days ago, uh, phenomenal actor Daniel Kaluuya is getting interviewed on The Breakfast Club and Charlemagne just out of nowhere, because the, the beef, uh, by the way, seemingly subsided because they haven't said anything to each other for about a year now. Uh, Charlemagne asked Daniel Kaluuya, um, did you look at Lakeith Stanfield differently after he played the role of Bill, uh, Bill O'Neill? And uh, Daniel was like, immediately already kind of saw the bullshit. He was like, yo, you still got a problem with Lakeith? And Charlemagne was like, no, 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 no. I don't got a problem with it. I, I feel that he was born to play that role though, which is a wild statement considering that the role was one of the worst human beings ever who was a fucking FBI informant in the Black Panthers and got Fred Hampton murdered. So that's an extremely disrespectful statement to say. So uh, Dana Kaluuya, shout out to him, shut that shit down immediately. It was like, yeah, we're not doing that. And this is why X, Y, and Z, because you know, uh, he that's really not him. He had to dive, deep, uh, dive in deep to play that role and everything. So after all that happened, Lakeith Stanfield saw that interview and yesterday he replied, and I quote, hoes, this is what hoes do. Get sunned, get, get sunned by reality. Get off me, bro, you a lame. Daniel ain't an idiot. Leave me be, dog, and find somebody else, end quote. So basically, Lakeith Stanfield is like, 
I don't have any exactly. <laughs> I don't have any interest in shit you got going on, my nigga. Leave me out of it. Essentially, that's what he was saying. So right. I mean, damn. When you hear that situation, whose side are you on in this <laughs> regard? Charlemagne or Lakeith Stanfield? I'm actually on Keith Stanfield's side because I mm -hmm. feel like Charlemagne's been in this industry long enough to know like people are actors. Like I'm I'm just shocked as logical as he tends to be at times. Like yeah. how you didn't think about this, Charlemagne. Come on now. Like yeah. Yeah. man is an actor. He's played a lot of characters. Yes. Like you pit him to each one of these characters. Like he also played a fucking mindless. You know what I mean? Black yep. man in this white society, but is like that really who he is? Probably not. Like, <laughs> come on, let's use our he, logic. He here. plays Snoop Dogg. Is he Snoop Dogg? Yeah, you know what I'm like, saying? Like, like acting is acting, on. bro. And they just had an episode about somebody being an actor. Like maybe like two weeks ago, they were talking about just the concept of that this is an actor, they're playing a role. Like, try me. Brain. Common sense, common sense. Who's that? Common sense. <laughs> We never full scope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. Mo Mona, what? Who? Who would you? Whose side are you on in the scenario? The Q right. Stanfield or Charlemagne? Um. So I just think that's super crazy that he would compare him to a rat. <laughs> <laughs> because I mean, whatever did Lakeith do to? exude that to him you know like you know an interview made him feel that way or even just you know to throw a jab at him like that um is is pretty uh egregious as you would say uh and for him to like throw that shot at his character because i think the guy's a, a a great extraordinary actor um he did nail the character yes. um so you know he <laughs> He can make you feel like, you know, that's really him. You know what I'm saying? But that's a good actor. Um, but uh no, that was a real guy. Like we seen who the guy was at the end of the movie. Um, so you, you know, had I, something I, to base it off of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Like that's that, it wasn't like he just came up with that, like, oh <laughs> man, that's really how Lakeith is, man. He right. played it just like he would play it. Like, no, no, that's that's how that guy was. And he just, you know, emulated it very well. He articulated it very well. So um, uh, illustrated, illustrated. That's what I wanted to say. But um, yeah, uh, I'm with I'm with Lakeith on this one. That's what hoes do. I mean, yeah. it's it's social media. I mean, it's media. So I understand, you know, they wanted to play off of a hot segment, um, a hot moment. Um, but come on, man. You, I mean, we all know Charlemagne, like, you see what happened the last time, uh, like he called something out that people didn't like. Yeah. They wanted to uh, get this drop. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, I mean, let me get this drop. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, deserve, and deservingly so, man. Charlemagne, <laughs> listen, I, Charlemagne, sometimes he's on point, sometimes he isn't. Sometimes he's logical, sometimes he's not. Mm -hmm. And this is just a prime example of you just flat out wrong. End of the day, you mm -hmm. flat out wrong. You took a, a very petty, personal beef and you turned it into some something wildly disrespectful especially from an interview that was going so smoothly and was dope i mean you're talking to uh, uh, a very daniel kaluuya is now a very respected actor and you're talking to him about a very serious movie and you decided to use that opportunity to take a shot at a dude that you don't like whether you say you like him or not and throw a little underhanded jab that shit was just really corny it was very petty um and this is just another example of like, you know, this some sometimes Charlemagne is just like he a clown sometimes. You know what I'm saying? It's, and this is <laughs> it's just it's just really stupid. Like I'm with Lakeith on it, especially when Lakeith has moved on to bigger and better things. Like, all right, Charlemagne, you didn't like his raps or whatever. He's not a rapper, whatever. You don't like his, you don't like his raps. You said what you said. The interview's over as a year ago. So he said what he said. Y'all should have been squashed and deaded the shit. And it's, it's seemingly so he did. I'm sure Lakeith Stanford is not throwing to Charlemagne at all. Charlemagne decided to use it as an opportunity to diss him. So he corny for that, man. I, I just, I, I, I feel like he hasn't gotten called out enough for it, to be honest with you. Like Charlemagne, he kind of, you know, normally somebody really gets called out, they like trend on Twitter. He didn't even trend. So I feel like Charlemagne kind of escaped that one. I feel like they, they should he should have got more than that. 
Okay. Yeah, I also think that um, you know, it, like I said, we know who Charlemagne is. I feel like he kind of is gonna die on his shield in this situation. So, yeah. um, in a lot of cases where he is not necessarily like he he may know the angle that he has isn't really respected. He's gonna take it and run with it anyway. Um, and we know we know that he's uh he's very uh intelligent, but he has the he has the he has the 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 times that he's gonna always like give you some head scratchers like what the yeah. fuck Charlemagne <laughs> like what is this even about like what are you talking about mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying but maybe he just really don't enjoy somebody's energy or something I have no idea but whatever he's picking at Lakeith for um and then trying to base it off of his acting skills or whatever that ain't it G that definitely ain't it we just have very I think he's being sensitive. Yeah, that ain't it. Like he might, he might have been. Maybe Charlemagne lost in one of the moan rooms on Clubhouse before. And, uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Lakeith had one, so that's maybe why he got beef with him or something. It was, yeah, it's deeper than what it was. You can always, yeah. t- you can always tell what it's like. Wait, you're not really mad at me about this. It's something. Else. You know what I'm saying? You know, that's one of them moments. What is all this? Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so. I know Seth saw this meme that I posted. I love that... it. I love it. This is, this is my field now. I don't know Let's if you get saw it. this, Motor. I don't know. Um, it was basically a meme on Instagram. Rank these actors from like best to worst, worst to best, however you want to do it. But it is uh, Denzel, Morgan Freeman, Jamie Foxx, Samuel L. Jackson, and Will Smith. Mm. You have to rank them <laughs> best mm. to worst. This is really hard. Like I tried to do it prior, and I was like, "Damn, where am I at?" Not for me. Denzel. Not for you. You go first. You're the actor here. Yeah. (laughs) You said Denzel, Will Smith, Morgan Freeman, Morgan Freeman, Samuel L. Jackson, Samuel L. Jackson, and Jamie Jamie Foxx. And Jamie Foxx. All right. So while you're thinking about it, let's 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 start. So you said from uh, best to worst. Okay. Yeah, let's go best to worst. That's how my list is, best to worst. Best to worst, got you. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go with, as far as best, I'm going with... See, th- now this one, this only one is the only one that's difficult because it could be one of the one of these two. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So just, just for, the, for the sake of discussion, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with... Surprisingly, somebody that somebody would think I'm going with Samuel. Okay. I'm going with Samuel one. I'm going with Morgan two, Denzel three, Jamie four, Will Smith five. Here's why. The reason why is because one of the things with acting, I mean, just me being an actor, one of the things is range is a major, major thing. It's range, if you if you show the ability that you can be somebody else, you're not always playing you. That's the only knock, and it's not even a knock because he plays it so well, but the if, if you have to nitpick, and I wanna be clear, if you have to nitpick, you got a gun in your head, you said you gotta nitpick something about this actor. That's the only thing you can nitpick about Denzel is because Denzel is always Denzel. Like, but a lot of people don't think about that though. Like, if you, I mean, I'm talking about from the very beginning. And, 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 and I, I, I study this shit. Like, so it ain't like I'm just talking. Like, I know Denzel all the way back to his first movie, which is fucking carbon copy. Like, I know you, when it comes to certain, but Denzel is he's he's Denzel. He's cool. He's smooth. He's doing the the Denzel walk. He's doing he's doing the the Denzel face. The you know what I'm saying the. Uh, you know, like like everything, the the the, the cry, the uh, I'm not going to bury my son. My son's going to bury me. Like that that whole cry, that that whole Denzel <laughs> thing, right? I don't accept that. I don't accept that. <laughs> like that's he's good. That's Denzel, but he plays it to a T and it's perfect, right? So I got to put him there. Morgan Freeman, his thing is more so like his his like his range is his range is crazy right some some maybe could argue he plays morgan freeman all the time but i mean mm-hmm. i've seen him you know i i think his character in uh his character uh let's just use for instance dark knight as uh lucius fox is drastically different from um lean on me 
from. It's, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's drag. Like, yeah, it's Morgan Freeman. He still has the, you know, he's Morgan Freeman, but it's drastic different ranges and characters, right? So then Samuel, well, let me, I'm gonna get Samuel last because, yeah, well, nah, fuck it, Samuel. The reason why I got Samuel number one is because Samuel L. Jackson will play anything. Anything you can think of, Samuel L. Jackson has played. Like he has no stone untouched has this dude played. I mean, he's played a superhero. He's played a gangster. He's played uh, uh he's played uh space movies. He's played in like like li- literally anything you can think of Samuel L. Jackson has done. And he does more work than anybody. Most actors, like most guys like that of those of those on that list, they'll do at tops two movies a year. Samuel L. Jackson does about eight to nine movies a year. Like he just consists, like you, there's no denying like what this dude does. You know what I'm saying? So I, I got him there. Jamie Foxx, out of this whole list, I'm gonna say he probably has the most range, I guess. Cause you know, he, I mean, Jamie Foxx is another one who plays in everything. He does, he literally does everything. Probably the most talented on the list. And here's where the controversy is gonna start. My guy, Will Smith. Now, once again, let me preface this. I got my whole family is from Philly. My mom used to work at the corner store that Will Smith used to run to with his friends. My cousin went to high school with Will Smith right over in Overbrook in West Philly. My whole family from there. So I, I, I think the best love story ever to me is Seven Pounds. Will Smith, my favorite actress, Rosario Dawson. So I want to be clear by saying I am in no way, shape, or form a Will Smith hater. I want to say that right now. But Will Smith has dropped some trash. And when I say I'm talking about pretty much anything after Probably seven pounds. It's probably been trash. And seven pounds came out, I want to say 05, 06. Will Smith has had just a slew of trash movies that has just taken his status down tremendously. Like I've asked people before, I'm like, yo, tell me the last good Will Smith movie. And they start thinking, because you're like right now, I guess y'all are thinking, like, when's the last good Will Smith movie? And you're gonna Bad sit boys. there and think about it. At, which one? Bad boys. Which one? The last one. The third, you think that was good? Really? Hell yeah, it was good. I cried a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I cried for different reasons. I cried because, like, damn, this is what this is what it's come down to. That's why I cried. But Will, Will has dropped a lot of trash lately, man, and and I think that that's probably like, uh, I mean, none of these dudes on this list have a movie that is an argument of one of the worst movies of all time, and that's Will Smith with After Earth. The one that he did with Jaden, the Will like Will Smith has those, and that's kind of crazy to me. And so for that, I'm like, he's a, he's a good actor for sure, but damn, Will, damn, like it's like give me give me some, please, just give me a good movie. He has not had one in years, so I need something solid from Will for me to move him up on this list. That's what I need from him. That's how. All right, so um, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna start this off by saying. Um, from West Philadelphia, born and raised. Mm-hmm. I'm so I'm so disappointed in you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you I'm you, mad at that. You 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 really did will like that. Oh, I'm mad at that. I, I'm not I, wrong. But no, I'm you ain't it. you ain't wrong. You ain't yeah, wrong. Ain't but wrong. It, it cuts deep a little bit that you ain't rooting for the hometown. I'm rooting for. I'm rooting for. I'm rooting for. I feel um, you. I just I just want to um, be clear. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna start it off start my list off um best being one of my favorite trying to embark on one of my favorite characters of all time you disloyal bitch bitch made (laughs) trick ass like bruh Denzel is one of my favorites uh as the best all time just because of like you said, he is always him in, in every movie. And I noticed that um, because I watched like some of my favorites aren't even maybe some of America's favorites from him. Like, um, you know, Man on Fire, Fire is probably one, one of, of my favorites. I, my, I mean, my top favorite. But, um, you know, uh, the what was the Ransom movie? Is that what it was uh, called? Ransom? Uh, was it called Ransom? Wait, no, with- Ransom. 
Ransom is a different movie. What, uh, what was it about? The movie with him. Oh, Safe House. Safe House Safe was House. good. I like with Safe Ryan House. Reynolds. With Ryan Reynolds, yeah. But um, the 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 what I what I think is like even with him being him in all of the movies, he always um he always teaches a lesson, and he's always um. You can always count on him to give you something that he gave you in another movie like that. That signature, my man. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, he's going to do that in every movie. And it's like, oh, I love that. He's going to do what he wanted. He'll give you one in every you know movie. Absolutely. But um, number two, uh, who I would uh, say after Denzel would actually be um, um, Jamie Foxx um, because of the range. Um, I mean, I just can't discredit what he did with. Uh, I can't discredit what he did with. Um, um, I was about to say Stevie Wonder, Ray, Ray Red. Charles, yep. um, because that was incredible. Um, and uh, we know that he's a comedian and and he's an artist as well. So it's like, um, I mean, even though that has nothing to do with his acting, it, it kind of does because you can see that he could wear many hats. Yes. Um, and he's very he's very good at him. Um, number three was actually for me Will Smith um, because really because uh, Over Morgan. Well, damn. Well, well, listen, just listen Dancing. to me here. Uh, I I picked I picked I picked Will because I've seen more of his movies than I've seen. Morgan Freeman's. Or oh, actually, you know what? I'm sorry. I got it in the wrong place. I got it in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. Samuel was my two. Samuel was my two. Okay. Jamie Foxx was my three. Mm-hmm. Will was my four. And then the last one is um Morgan. And my God. Um, I put I put <laughs> I put Morgan last because I didn't see that many Morgan Freeman movies. That's the only okay. reason why. Okay. All right. That's fine. That's fine. Just, just because of that. Okay, I got you. Because Will, just you know, just like while while you were discussing Will, you know, I just it just dawned upon me just to just to look up some of Will's movies since uh, uh, since Seven Pounds. Jimmy and I, man. Ugh, ugh, yikes. <laughs> ugh, you got. It. Bro, you know what? I'm not really. I don't really. I'm not really a fan of this CGI. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some of it, it, it you gotta like do it right. Yeah, you gotta do it right. Cool, but like I feel like the ones that I've seen Will Smith in, it's been overboard. Yes. Yeah, I mean you got look, you got uh <laughs> like now I ain't gonna lie, I like this movie personally, but a lot of people didn't like uh iRobot. Did y'all like iRobot? Yeah, I fucked with iRobot. I like iRobot, a lot of people didn't. Hancock, eh. I mean is that the superhero movie? Yeah, yes. I fucked with I fucked with Hancock. I, but see, it's also one of the movies. Which no, one? that was the that was the movie uh, where he was the, was um, the love doctor or whatever. I can't remember. How that was Hitch. Happened. Yeah, that was Hitch. Hitch, Hitch, Hitch. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, no, yeah. You're thinking of Hitch. Yeah, Hitch is the rom com one. Yes. Hitch was good, but Hitch also came out before uh, uh, Seven, Seven Pounds. Pounds. You know what I'm saying? Like Seven Pounds, is like the, the mark. Then Pursuit got, of Happiness. Pursuit of Happiness. I want to say it came out before then, didn't it? I think so. Yeah, Pursuit of Happiness came back. Yeah, Seven Pounds was after Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah, Pursuit of Happiness was greatness. That's what I said. It was great. Amazing. But then, and uh, uh, I I liked I Am Legend. I Am Legend was great. Yeah, I forgot I Am Legend too. Got it. Okay, so now let's talk about, we talked about Gemini Man, Suicide Squad. (laughs) Let's talk about Suicide Squad. I still haven't watched Suicide Squad. Don't. (laughs) Don't. Save yourself. Don't do it. I think Suicide Squad is funny. It ain't a comedy. What? That's a yeah, that's, that's a Marvel movie. It's not even a comedy. Yeah. I think because it's just the overall situation. Like some of the stuff is like, really? I you guys will have to understand what makes me laugh in the movie. Well, I think it's okay. Funny, yeah, because you just, have to understand. I was just to be clear, Suicide Squad is not a comedy. It's just just to be clear. So, so if you think it's funny, then that's that's very that's one yeah, thing. But that's, that's not a comedy. Yeah. That's an indication of the movie right there. there it is. <laughs> Did y'all, did y'all even see Focus? Yeah, I like that yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, collateral, collateral beauty. Did y'all see, see but, that? Wait, wait, wait. Here's my thing, though, with these movies, though. It, 
okay, on a grade of, are we grading him in these movies or are we grading these movies up against other movies? Because if, if I'm going to say it's a good movie, I feel like it's based on like my recollection of seeing another good movie. Mm-hmm. So like, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I'm, basing, I'm basing it off of like, if you're the star of said movie, then that means the movie is very reliant on your performance. Like whether, cause um, I mean, even if you're not the main, even if you're not just you, like, you know, there's there's a handful of movies that you get like a Tom Hanks and Castaway where it's just like one guy for like like an hour and, or something like that. Um, Will had that with I Am Legend. And that's why I Am Legend was fired because it was like, that, that showed that Will does have the ability to carry a movie by himself per se mm-hmm. for like a good portion of it. The problem is, is after that, Will Smith just, I don't know what the hell happened. I don't know if this is agent because Will's already had a history of like picking, like making bad decisions where it comes to picking his movies. We all know the story about Will Smith picking uh, Wild Wild West over the Matrix. Like that that's already like ridiculous in itself. We all like, I don't know if y'all know the story. Will Smith was originally supposed to be Django. He chose to not play Django to do Men in Black 3. While Jenny right, he Fox was supposed to be Morpheus him. too, I think. Yes, was it Morpheus in the Matrix? Morpheus in right. the Matrix, but instead but he decided to do Wild Wild West. He would have done a better job than Jamie Foxx. Like Jamie Foxx killed Django. I well, see, love the, that. I, yeah, he did. He did. The thing, yeah, the thing about and and same as uh, I mean, uh, same as uh, Lawrence Fishburne. He killed Morpheus. Morpheus. See, the but thing we about never that, would have known. You know, what I'm saying right. how good he was. Can't see Will Smith killing it better than Jamie Foxx. Not on. Yeah, Jamie, I mean, probably, probably so not. Amazing. Yeah, probably not. But so see, the thing, the thing is, when it comes to uh, when it comes to shit like that, it's like we're used to it. So it's like you probably can't really see it, you know what I'm saying? Because we're like exactly. we've seen it, and so it's like, all right, that's automatically what it is. So it's like, eh, like had had that have been had Will Smith played Morpheus, we would have never even thought of Lawrence Fishburne. Right. Had exactly. Will Smith played Django, we never would have even thought of Jamie Foxx. So it's just one of those things. I do think that ultimately knowing their abilities, Jamie Foxx was the better decision for that. But it wasn't even like, like Tarantino picked Jamie Foxx over him. It's like Will Smith picked fucking Men in Black 3 instead of Django. <laughs> it's, it's crazy the decisions this dude be making. And it's like Will Smith needs, uh, he needs like a banger, right? He needs something. I've always said he needs something like a, uh, he need the way that he comes back strong is he needs a movie like John Wick. He needs like a rated yeah. R, bloody, Bang bang, shoot him up type of film because that'll be like okay, didn't now fuck he's with back. Bright? Which one? Bright was funny, trash. Funny or, story, or did, funny story I, I about Bright. Bright. Bright's another one too, by the way. Funny story about Bright. So you you kind of touched the nerve. So I was supposed to be in Bright. Let, let's 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 do it. Let me tell you something. I will never forget. I was on. I got I got casted in the role in this role in Bright. I was in a scene with Will Smith and Joel Edgerton. I was in the backseat. Of course, you know, I'm, I'm a big black man, so I'm always getting arrested. Every every movie or TV show I've ever been in, I've been getting arrested. I was either in jail, I was getting arrested. It was one or the other, literally every single one, uh, except for Beer Fest, uh, the show. But I was uh, in the backseat, handcuffed, and it was right after the part where they were, um, the guy had the sword in the middle of the street and mm-hmm. Joel Egerton, Joel Egerton was, was riding and I was one of the guys that they had picked up and I was in the backseat and I had one line and I was like, get me the fuck out of here. Will Smith hits the back of the thing as I like, shut the fuck up. Then he goes back and do his thing. And just like they do in a lot of movies, people don't know, they cut my fucking scene. <laughs> I still got paid, I still got credit, but they cut my scene. I was mad as hell about that when I watched the movie. So that's why I don't tell people now. It's like, I don't tell people I'm in something until it comes out. I told my mama we was all excited and shit. Oh, I got fuck bright. It's not Will Smith's fault, but fuck bright. Will Smith's a very nice guy. He's chopping it up and everything. So he's a, he's a cool guy. But I hate bright because they cut my fucking C. You know what I'm saying? Uh, fuck that. Fuck that movie. Oh, my but, gosh. <laughs> well. Totally aside. Um, he's all right. He's all right. He's all right. I'll give you guys my top five. Yeah. Best to worst. Mm-hmm. Number one. Samuel L. Jackson. He's hey. just my favorite. I love him. He has so many girl. things. Pulp Fiction is like my all-time favorite movie. It's just hilarious, funny, amazing. I, I, everything about it. It's just amazing. I could watch it a million times over. Bought it for the DVDs. 
every Quentin Tarantino movie, he's just fantastic oh, in general. Goodness. Anything he's in, I'm just like, go ahead, Sam. He's freaking trailblazing. He has so much energy and power behind like whatever he is doing. I, I love him. Love him always. And he was born in D.C. Hey. Bam. He's raised in the South, though, but born in the My second is Denzel. I tend to love Denzel. I think he is just the way he delivers his lines, the way he delivers everything. It's just like, damn, you can't sit, you can't do nothing but look, time for me to enjoy this one. What you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. Just okay. So Although that three, last one was kind of wild. Oh, um, the little things. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was it was like a knockoff um, seven. The movie with, yeah. um, uh, ironically, Morgan Freeman, Morgan Freeman, <laughs> Morgan Freeman, I and Brad Pitt. Movie. I seen excellent, that. excellent movie. So it was it was little things was like a knockoff of that. But yeah, but yeah. um, my three and four are interchangeable. To be honest, I mean it's Morgan and then Jamie. It could be Jamie and then Morgan for me, mm -hmm. just because I love them both so equally for what they bring to the table. I mean. It's like maybe Jamie, because he has so much range, but it doesn't take away from Morgan because of him as an actor, he's so powerful. You know what I mean? And whatever he does, he's just like a presence. You're like, damn, he's here. You hear the voice, you're like, oh, yep. let me sit down. I didn't know you were doing this. I didn't know you were here. Let me sit Straight down. Up. Yep. There's the voice immediately. And I, I love that. Uh, and Jamie is just like, you never even know what you're going to get. Like, you see he's in a movie, but then you're like, let me watch it to see what he's going to do because I don't even know what this man is going to be mm -hmm. taking apart. So it's, like, thrilling and exciting to me when Jamie Foxx is in a movie because his part could just be anything. And and you're like, okay, well, he killed that. He killed yeah. that, too. Shit. Backs. Backs. And, of course, my last was Will Smith because I feel similarly to you, Seth. I feel like in terms of all these actors, he's the person with like the most letdown in terms of catalog for me. Mm -hmm. um, and and maybe that's to the the movies he's taken on. I mean, that ain't my fault. I'm just judging the work. But right. you know, yeah. even in terms of like what his acting skills are in comparison to the other four people, I just don't think it touches it. Personally, I love Will Smith. I think he's great. I watched every episode of Fresh Prince and every project he's done. I've probably seen it, but Yep. You know, being number five is good to me. That's a great point. Yeah, <laughs> There's a lot of actors in the world. <laughs> yeah, that's not bad. Number five next not time, bad. next time we should just go with, uh, you know, like five of these guys, and then one has to go. Ooh. Oh yeah, 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 we yeah. We should, that. we should do that next time. Yeah, one of these got to go. Who's, who's okay. going to go? <laughs> next, next week, next week, goats. Yeah. next week we'll do that one. We'll pick I some goats. This. Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. Did you guys have anything else you want to touch on this week? I don't. That was hard enough for me. That made my brain hard trying to think. Yeah, that was that was. That was <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'm personally good. That was that was an excellent uh, ending for me. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Fantastic. Well, everybody, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode. Please check us out on all our social media pages, Black, Bald, and Bearded. We will link it in the description for you guys so you can see it. Triple and B's. Happen with us yeah. next week. Triple B's. <laughs> you already know. Yeah. Peace.